Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Nahmadullah ta'ala wa nasafir wa sharuan la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Ashadu anna sayyidina Muhammadan abduhu wa habibuhu wa rasuluh. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa zwajihi wa sahbihi tabi'i khulatan rahshin bahadim min ba'di. Husamata ala tahkik, husamata ala mati khulafa rasulah ala tahkik. Umar al-Mu'minin, Hazrat Abu Bakr wa Usman wa Ali. Wala bakar sabit, tabi'in, ridhamullah ta'ala alihim ajma'in. Ya ayuhal mu'minul hazirun. Zakumullah ta'ala, ta'inallah lahum al-ladhina taqwal al-ladhina hum muhsinun. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala shafidhan anbiya'i mamursalin. Sayyidina Mawlana Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. All praises are due to Allah, Lord of the universes. All praises are due to Allah, who is the first, the last, the manifest, the hidden, the one who has knowledge and power over all things. All praises are due to Allah, who created our father Adam salam with his divine hands and blew the breath of life into Hazrat Adam. All praises are due to Allah, who sent prophets and messengers to guide mankind to the straight way. All praises are due to Allah, who sent Nuh salam and Ibrahim salam and Musa salam and Isa all praises are due to Allah who sent the most honored one in divine presence, the one for whom the universes were created, Sayyidina Muhammad wassalam, as the seal of prophethood and the last of the messengers. May all peace and blessings be upon our prophet, our messenger, our master, our guide, our beloved Sayyidina Muhammad wassalam, and upon his noble family and blessed companions. May peace and blessings be upon the four Khulafa Rashidin, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq, Hazrat Usman al-Ghani and Hazrat Ali al-Murtaza and all those who follow them until the last day. May peace and blessings be upon the masters of the most distinguished Naqshbandi way. Peace and blessings be upon the protectors of justice, the sultans and the khalifas, especially the sultans and the khalifas of the house of Osman. And may peace be upon all those who honor them and defend their honor until the last day. Ya yuhal mu'minu, no believers. We are not living in the best of times. We are not living in the days of the Prophet and his companions. Nor are we living in the days of the Sultans and the Khalifas. We are not living in the days when the land was full of masjids and dergahs, of believers and dervishes and where those masjids and dargahs were filled with people whose hearts shook from the fear and the love of Allah. We are not living in those days. We are living in the worst of times. We are living as our Shaykh taught us, as the Prophet had said, in the Ahir of Ahir Zaman, the end of the end of times. It is like a fire is burning everything around us we are in a little patch of the house that is not burned down yet. But majority of the Muslims, so-called, so many humans, so-called humans, they don't know that their house is on fire. And those who know, make the others to become asleep. We have become deaf, dumb, and blind. And so we sleep with a sleep of heedlessness while the world is burning around us. 
Muslims who say we believe in Quran, we believe in Hadith, we believe in Sunnah, we believe in Mazhabs, we believe in Tariqats. Even with all that belief, we are not able to see that the chains of Dajjal are locking this world in every way, from east to west, from north to south. And that we have become prisoners of Dajjal. This is what is happening. And the Muslim kings and presidents and prime ministers and the alims and ulamas and ustas and hojas and sheikhs, they are all responsible for the blindness of the ummah. These are not our words. These are the words of the Holy Prophet who said, Dajjal will not appear until the people become negligent in talking about him. Dajjal will not appear until the people stop talking about him. And until the Imams abandon talking about him on the mimbar. He will not appear until the Imams stop talking about him on the mimbar. This is what is called a conditional statement. This, it is this gaflat and this abandonment of duty that is bringing the Dajjal. It is not just a sign of Dajjal, it is the cause for the rise of Dajjal. Shukur and alhamd to our Lord that he has opened the way for us to follow a shaykh who in every breath was warning us about the end of times and the dangers of Dajjal. We are following a shaykh who warned us and told us that we are living in the time that the Holy Prophet was warning about. And we will continue our shaykh sunnat and the Holy Prophet sunnat and we will continue to warn about Dajjal and the fitna of Ahir Zaman even if the rest of the world they leave it. The mimbar of Sahib al-Sayf is the mimbar that doesn't let people forget about Dajjal. And it is the mimbar that wakes up the hope of Mahdi salam in the people. Inshallah Rahman. The Holy Prophet wasalam, he described the age that we are living in saying, the hour will not be established until a man passes by the grave of another man and says, I wish I were in his place. And he wasalam, warned us about the fitna that we are living in saying, Ya Muhajirin, there are five things that you will be tested with and I seek refuge in Allah that you will live to see them. Promiscuity, when people are free to have relations with one another, it never becomes common among people except that they suffer plagues and diseases that were unknown to their grandfathers. They do not cheat in weights and measures except that they will suffer famine, calamity, and the oppression of rulers. They do not hold back the zakat from their wealth except that rain will be held back from the sky. And if it were not for the animals, there would be no rain. They do not break their promise with Allah and His Messenger except that Allah will give power to the enemies to overpower them and take what is in their hands. Their leaders must rule according to the book of Allah 
and seek every good from what Allah has revealed. Otherwise, Allah will cause them to fight each other. Who can say that the Ummah has not failed these tests? And that we are not now experiencing all the results of failing those tests. Who is still sleeping? And he also warned us about six other tests, saying, I fear for you six trials. Foolish leaders, shedding blood, bribery in judgments, cutting family ties, people who take the Quran as music, and an excessive amount of conditions. This is a perfect description of our times. The Holy Prophet is warning us about the corrupt leaders who are the sign of our times. He said, Verily Allah Almighty said, I have created people whose words are sweeter than honey, but their hearts are more bitter than aloe. I swear by myself, I will disgrace them with a trial that will overcome the most patient of them. Is it me they are trying to fool? Or is it me against whom they make conspiracy? Holy Prophet told us specifically of how great the test of Dajjal is. He said, nothing, nothing between the creation of Adam until the establishment of the last hour is a greater test than the matter of the Dajjal. It is so great. Definitely, the Imams and the Shaykhs and the Alims and the Ulamas must be warning us. Definitely. Do we see? He gave us the warning that had been passed down among the prophets, saying, Shall I not tell you about the Dajjal that every prophet before told his people? Verily, he is blind in one eye. He will come with the image of paradise and fire. He will bring it and say it is paradise, but it is fire. Verily, I have warned you, just as Nuh warned his people. Look how great the test is going to be. The Holy Prophet said, part of Dajjal's fitna will be that he will say to a Bedouin, do you think that if I bring your dead father and mother back to life, that you will testify that I am your Lord? And the Bedouin will say, yes. So two shaitans will appear to him in the image of his father and mother saying, oh my son, follow him because he is your Lord. These are the warnings, but nobody is listening to these warnings. Nobody is saying these warnings. Nobody is listening to the voices of the prophets who are calling people to safety. And those who are entrusted with protecting the Ummah, they have become friends of Dajjal. And they are pulling the people into his side. Muslim presidents are telling the Ummah, nothing is wrong in this world. They are saying we are building a new world that will be better than anything that came before. They are saying this world is fresh and new and full of hope. They are saying, this world is not a hell, it is a paradise. We must turn it to become a paradise. And so, what do you think they are inviting people to? And because they have accepted the false promise of Dajjal, and because they are inviting the people to accept that false promise, they are pulling the punishment of Allah to the entire nation. Holy Prophet said, alayhi salatu wasalam, verily Allah, 
the exalted will not punish a community. Allah will not punish a community for the sins of a few people. Unless they see evil appear among themselves and they are able to reject it, but they do not. If they do so, then Allah will punish the entire community along with the sinners. Muslim leaders have the power to stop fitna and fasat and evil that is happening inside their countries. But instead, we see east to west, north and south, they are promoting it in the Hejaz, in the land of the Prophet ﷺ. They are opening nightclubs and discos. Now they are making it official in the places where the Habib of the Prophet, the Habib of the Lord ﷺ, he stepped and he received the revelation of the Quran. Drinking and sin, it is everywhere. And the Muslim leaders, they're calling themselves protectors, custodians of these holy places. They are the da'is of Dajjal. They're saying this is progress when in fact it is destruction. Destruction of who? They're thinking they're destroying the Prophet or the Sahaba Kiram or the Allah. We are only destroying ourselves. May Allah save us from their evil. We are running to the protection that the Holy Prophet mentioned to us when he said, there will be rulers from whom you will see both goodness and corruption. One who recognizes their evil and hates it will maintain his innocence. But one who is pleased with it and follows them will be sinful. We hate the evil that we see in this world. And although we are powerless to oppose it, we oppose it in our hearts. The Muslim scholars and sheikhs who should be teaching us how to protect ourselves against the Dajjal, we see them becoming the allies. The Holy Prophet warned about these ones when he said 70,000 scholars, 70,000 scholars with turbans from my ummah will follow Dajjal. Today's scholars are telling us there is no haq, there is no button. They are saying to us, there is no compulsion in religion. They are saying every person must find their own truth. They are saying everything is acceptable in Allah's sight because He is the most forgiving. They are defending their own ideologies and regimes. They are defending the kuffar and their ideologies and their regimes. They are defending their own pockets and their own wealth against the blood of the Ummat. They're saying it's okay. It's okay. They're saying it is okay even to curse the Sahabi Kiram. It is okay to curse the Ahlul Bayt. It is okay to curse the Tabi'in. It is okay to curse the Mashaykh. It is okay to curse the Awliyaullah. It is okay to curse the Sultans and the Khalifas because Allah loves everybody. Just don't curse your leaders. They are saying it is okay to love and honor those who brought down the Khalifa. They are saying it is okay to give honor and stand for those who dug the bodies of the Allah from their graves and they desecrated their bodies. They are saying it is okay to love those who did the biggest crime by signing a law that ended the Hilafat and ended the Sultanate. Shame on those who wear the turban of the Rasul 
but they preach the wars of Dajjal. These ones, they are followed by thousands and thousands. It is the job of the scholars to enjoin good and to forbid evil. Hazrat Huzaifa ibn al-Yaman is narrating the hadith of what happens, what happens when the scholars stop doing their job, saying, by the one in whose hand is my soul, you must enjoin good and forbid evil or else Allah will soon send punishment upon you. Then you will call Allah and it will not be answered by you. When the political authority and the religious authority is like this, then what do you think is going to happen to the regular Muslims? We see today, completely selfish, completely self-absorbed, completely blind to the reality of the world, not caring. Everyone is caring about only their own stomach and their own comfort, maybe just their own family. Everyone is caring only about their own safety and security. Caring about the ummah as a whole has become a fantasy. Trying to live for the hizmat of Islam is seen as stupidity. Trying to run away from the fitna of Dajjal is seen as being in a cult. But running from Dajjal, it is an order from the Holy Prophet who said, whoever hears news of the false Messiah, let him flee from it by Allah. A man will go to him considering himself a believer, but will instead follow him because of doubts he will present. This is what we see today. Muslims are walking into the camp of Dajjal thinking they are believers and leaving that camp without their shahadat and without their faith. The blind Muslims of today are running into the open mouth of the wolf thinking that it is a, case, is a cave of safety or thinking that maybe I can change it. What is the solution? The solution is given by Allah and His Holy Prophet He said, Behold, my Ahlul Bayt are like the ship of Nuh. Whoever boarded it was saved and whoever turned away from it was perished. There was no safety for anyone in the time of Nuh unless they were on the ship. It didn't matter if they were intelligent, it didn't matter if they were rich, it didn't even matter if they were coming from the family of Nuh Unless they obeyed the order of the Prophet to get on the ship, they were perished. Who is the Ahlul Bayt that you are obeying? What is the Ahlul Bayt? Just those who are claiming to have the title, but we're looking that they're not living and sacrificing their lives as the Holy Prophet did? Those who are just claiming titles and lineage, but they're not carrying the burdens of the ummah and they're not standing up against tyranny. That kind of Ahlul Bayt. Where is the Ahlul Bayt that you are trusting your life to? Who is the Ahlul Bayt that you're trusting your life to? If you don't know the answer to this question, then you are in danger. If you know the Ahlul Bayt that you made, that promise to, then keep that promise. Nuh alayhi son was with him until the last second. Then he decided to climb the mountain instead of getting on the ship. You can be with a shaykh for 20 years, 40 years, but if at the last moment you walk away, then the only result is that disaster is going to come to you. The shaykh is the one who knows where to walk 
and how to be protected. And the sheikhs of our way, they are the ones who are showing us how to be with Mahdi salam. From now, not during the time of Mahdi salam. from now. And the sheikhs of our way, they are busy with that. And how to be opposed to the teachings of Dajjal, to the fitna. Our sheikh Sahib al Sayyid, Sheikh Abdul Karim al Kabrisi Rabbani, he showed us this way. He is saying, anyone who's going to praise your ego, anyone who is going to praise your ego, that one is a shaitan. Especially now in the Ahir of Ahir Zaman, in the confusion of shaitans and Dajjals, there is nothing left for the big Dajjal to come out. And I'm seeing so many running after the Dajjals. Run. You are free to go anywhere. Run anywhere. But you are only running away from Haq to Batil. Nothing else. And Dajjals are waiting to put the chains around the necks. And later, you may be sorry, but sometimes the last sorry is not good enough. And shaitan will drag those ones with him into Jahannam. We are defenders of the truth, the Haqqanis, defenders of the truth. Not only through the name, not only through this small area, anywhere we are walking on top of this earth, we are defending the truth. We must be defending the truth. Anyone who is saying other than that, they must be the agents of shaitan. In my position, I am a weak servant. But as our Shaykh is saying, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I can be the most strong one. But no need for me to be the strong one. Because Shaykh Maulana is on top of everything. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All those who are going to run and become helpers to shaitans and dajjals, you're welcome. Run right now if you want. If there's not one person left around, don't think that this attitude is going to change. It's not. It's not going to change because we are defending the truth against shaitans and dajjals is going to become more strong, more powerful. Never it is going to become weaker. We may not be able to carry this until the end. Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted to us in this life, inshallah Rahman, we're going to spend it until the last breath. And no man on the face of earth, no shaitans, no dajjals and no governments are going to be able to put any fear in us because we're holding tightly to Allah, to his prophet and to his awliya. Those who are running after this world, you don't have too much time left. Those who are running for Mawla have great days waiting for them. It's not only what is coming with Mahdi salam, but what he is bringing after too. Anyone who has tyranny in their hearts, some way, somehow, to any one of us, to any one of them or to someone at all, should prepare themselves for that punishment. Turn yourself, saying, Ya Rabbi, I'm asking help and support from you against this tyranny that is inside of me. Clean me from it. Then you will be counted in the book as the people of Mahdi And you will be among those that the Holy Prophet praised. And he's giving salams, saying to his sahabis, I cannot wait to meet my brothers in the judgment day. They said, Ya Rasulullah, aren't we your brothers? He said, no, you are my companions. My brothers are those who are going to come in the Ahir Zaman. Everywhere, everything is going to be for their ego. But they are going to leave that way. And they're going to run. They're going to hold on tightly to my traditions. Those are my brothers. And he said to them, I'm giving them salams. 
in front of you. Holy Prophet is sending salams to us. Whoever is coming until the end of times. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Ya Rasulullah. We are sending salams back to him. Endless salams. Ya Rabbi, keep us with the people of salam. And let us to enter into the Dar salam. Make us to be the servants of those who are honored with the Holy Prophet salam. Keep us in safety. Forgive us. Astaghfirullah. 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 لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك والملك شيء كثير لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له الملك والملك شيء كثير لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك سبحان كدوسنا بالله سبحان كدوسنا بالله سبحان كدوسنا بالله إنا دينا الله الإسلام قام صلاة